When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. If old McDonald was real and actually had a farm, she'd talk about it. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Welcome into a Monday morning, everybody. Fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke. So glad you're joining us. I'll tell you what, weather-wise, it looks like it's kind of an uneventful week, thank goodness. Partly cloudy skies on the way today. 79 are expected high. Sunshine tomorrow and 81. Sunshine on Wednesday, 82 degrees. By the time we get to Thursday, we do have a chance of more rain back around the forecast. We'll find out how much rain when Stumacher Ag Meteorologist joins us in about 15 minutes' time. For those folks that have attended county fairs, every once in a while you'll see a real little kid that's leading a very big animal. If it's a beef show, sometimes you'll see them leading a Hereford animal. For some folks, Hereford is the perfect breed to get young kids started exhibiting. Why? Because they're gentle. We're talking about that breed and an upcoming meeting you might want to attend with Bruce Everhart. He is the chairman of the American Hereford Association Board of Directors and our special guest this morning. Grab a cup of coffee, glass of milk, stick around. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has a roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin, then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. I don't know about you, but every time I'm at the grocery store, it's a standard practice to check the carton of eggs before I buy them to make sure they're not cracked. But I think I must be a bad driver because there's always a few cracks when I get back home. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and that's really the extent of how I inspect eggs. But Jill, there's experts out there with trained eyes who can assure that the eggs we buy are safe to eat before we go get them. That's right, Stephanie. I caught up with Ed Belinsky. He works for a division of the USDA that is the shell inspector and grader. This is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. There are only three facilities in Wisconsin where the shell egg facilities are inspected and graded. And there are 99 egg in, uh, facilities in the nation. So we're kind of, they're kind of at a minority here. We went through how these eggs are getting ready for the inspection, as well as a lot of information about the eggs out there that aren't inspected and graded. Uh, I'm a shell egg inspector, grader for the, uh, for the USDA of the American Marketing Service, or AMS. And my primary uh, commodity that I grade is uh, shell eggs. Shell eggs, tell me what that means. 
Shell eggs is uh, basically just your eggs that you buy in the store, your table eggs. It's just another name for it. So when you're grating shell eggs, there are a lot of things that go into grating them. Tell me what you do. Well, one of the main things is I have to look and handle the eggs under a really bright light to look for defects. And not only externally the outside of the egg, but also in the inside of the egg. So the biggest thing is looking for eggs that are cracked. That's the number one problem. And you're not going to have 100% of them where they aren't going to get cracked, but usually when they leave the plant, they're acceptable as far as number of checks. We also make sure that eggs aren't dirty on the outside because nobody wants to have a dirty egg. Uh, we also, if you buy white eggs, you want white eggs in the carton. And if you buy brown eggs, you should have brown eggs in the carton. As well as the quality and the no cracks. Do they have to weigh a certain thing in order to be graded and to be put into certain size cartons? Yes, they do. They have to be. Uh, there's different standards for medium, large, extra large, and jumbo eggs. Um, so we have, like, if you have large eggs, it's got to be 24 ounces. If it's uh, extra large, it's got to be 27 ounces as the minimum weight because people want to buy the product that they're buying. They don't want to buy extra large and have medium eggs in there. Well, exactly. You want to buy what the label tells us. As well as having a certain weight, are there other things that you look for when you're inspecting? Yeah, there is. I look inside the egg, too. Uh, when I'm looking at candling, I'm looking to make sure that the yolk is nice and yellow in there. I don't see any uh, internal defects that it is uh, a yellow-amber color. If I have one that may, if there's a blood in there, then we'll have to reject it. Or maybe that there is something, no yolk. Because sometimes we have eggs that have no yolk and it'll be green color. So that means that it's unacceptable because nobody just wants an egg without a yolk in it. So we'll have that. Um, we'll make sure that they're double A or uh, single A by the air cell. Because as the egg ages, it loses moisture. And there's an air cell at the top of the egg. It gets bigger and bigger. Because people want fresh eggs. So we look at that. I also make sure that it is, like I said, nice like amber yellow color because we don't want anything to be green color or red color. Those are unacceptable and we don't want people to eat those eggs. As well as providing a good product out there for people to eat, there's freshness dating. Tell me how that works. Freshness dating works as the day that we process the eggs that you look on a carton is that day is when it's the egg was actually washed and grated and everything. Make sure that it is uh, sanitized on the outside because when we wash the egg, it actually gets checked for checks. We also sanitize it using UV light, which will actually use, they don't use any chemicals anymore, and the UV light, it'll actually kill all the bacteria inside and outside in a matter of seconds. And then uh, get, the eggs get weighed and they get sorted out by weight, whether they're mediums, large, extra large, and they'll go into cartons or flats. It depends on uh, wh where they're going to the grocery store, going to a restaurant, going to a school. So once they're graded, and put into those cartons, how long is their freshness date really last? Well, I always tell people that the max amount of days is 60 days. So if you take 60 days from the day it was processed, you got 60 days. So if you have 30 days to sell by and that date, you got 30 days good if you keep it refrigerated. Uh, if it's, uh, it's used by or best by, it's 45 days. So you got about 15 days after that. But if it gets past 60 days total, the eggs are usually no good. I wouldn't eat them. Time to buy some new eggs if you get past that 60 days, right? Exactly. And the other thing I get questioned, people always ask me, they always get fresh eggs and they always say, well, I 
did this fresh egg and uh, when I hard boiled it, it, all the white comes off of it. And I says, I always tell them, if you want to get those fresh eggs and you want to have hard boiled eggs right away, take them, stick them on the counter for like uh, 24 hours. It'll lose moisture and you can hard boil them because a lot of times at Easter time, people will buy the older eggs for hard boiling because um, they lose the moisture and then when you peel the shell, the shell comes off very easy. The process of getting these eggs ready to get out into the public, tell me what those steps are. The first step is uh, the eggs come out of the chicken barns and they're on a luby track and they come into the processing plant. The first thing that happens is they will come in and they will be go through a washers, usually two washers, and they get washed and the eggs are rolling and there's a alkaline soap that they use. And the reason you use the alkaline, if you use acid, it would dissolve the shell. So we have to use alkaline. And then when it comes out, then it gets uh, blown dry with a air, big air dryer, which doesn't bust the eggs. Then it goes through a little, what they call a dirt detector. So any eggs that are dirt get sorted out. It goes through a crack detector and the crack detector just taps each egg and it has a microphone. And if it, if it has the wrong sound, it gets thrown in, it goes into the check line. Then it goes through a UV light to sanitize it. Then it goes over the scale and it weighs it. And there's a computer chip on the, in the machine and it will then get sorted out to the line that has extra large whatever, goes in the cartons. The cartons then get uh, dated, closed, and then they will get packed either by hand or by a robot. And if it's by a robot, they will put them in boxes or RPCs, which are plastic containers, go through the, uh, what they call a labeler that looks at the carton, puts a label on them, goes around, gets uh, sorted out by whatever product, and a robot picks them up and puts them on a pallet. And those pallets are then get, when you get a full pallet, they come out and then they go into a shrink wrapper and he's put uh, shrink wrap and then they go in the cooler to be cooled down to 45 degrees. And then they get shipped out to wherever they're going, to the store, another country, a school, a restaurant, and that's the process. Sounds like a lot of automation with that. There must be a, some service that goes along with all those automated machines. Yeah, there is. It's really a complicated uh, different companies that uh, produce the machines because one does the egg machine, one does the uh, packaging, and one does uh, as far as all the wrapping, and then it, as far as the cooler. And the biggest thing is getting the eggs out and getting truckers to get them to the stores or distribution centers is a big thing. Sounds like a process to really keep our eggs safe. Yeah, it is. It, uh, we have probably the safest eggs in the world. And the thing is, a lot of people in other countries, they don't even wash the eggs. If you go in Europe, they don't wash them. We actually wash them and ingrate them through that. I learned a few more fun facts about eggs. Those eggs that don't meet grading standards are held and have to be reworked. So that means they get to run back through the machinery. A lot of times they're a little too dirty. That is the reason that they get reworked. Or they're checked by hand. And shell eggs that don't pass inspection and that are not graded do not go to waste. They go into baking products and the broken eggs are even picked up and are put into pet foods. There's no waste that happens at that factory. The standard unit of measurement for eggs is 30 dozen box. And there are 10,000 eggs on a pallet. And there are one quarter of a million that ride on a semi. And that was Ed Belinsky. He is part of a division of the USDA. He's a shell egg inspector grader. 
And I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Your tough jobs, the really big ones, deserve a hard-working John Deere tractor from Sloan Implement. Right now, get 0% for five years and $1,000 off on a 5E series tractor. No matter the size of your work, the John Deere 5E is the perfect fit. And when you take a seat on your tractor, your land stands to benefit. 0% for 60 months. Some restrictions apply. See Sloan Implement for details. Offer ends 102922. Power up with Sloan. We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things, well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. I've had the opportunity to be involved in several programs in the Wisconsin Farm Bureau, one of which was the Farm Bureau Institute. It's a great leadership program to help develop leadership skills, whether it's social media skills or the opportunity to speak to legislators and learn different ways and tools you can use to help get your message across. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership development. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank, your local independent bank. We are the premier provider of commercial, treasury, mortgage, and private banking services. Our team blends experience with the latest technology to make banking easier. We provide the advice and solutions you need. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Thank you so much to you folks that have already used our talk text line to chime in this morning. It looks like Tommy up by Stockbridge picked up about a quarter of an inch of rain over the weekend, seven-tenths of an inch of rain on the north side of Beaver Dam. Looks like we got about six-tenths of an inch of rain down in that Evansville area. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live this morning for the Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Yeah, I mean, everybody's saying the same thing. Any rain that you picked up probably helped to green things up. I was at a wedding in far northwest Wisconsin up in Glenwood City where they have been exceptionally dry. And once you know, as, sh- as soon as the bride and groom showed up, the skies opened up and big rain. So a lot of folks that were smiling, not just about the wedding, but about the rain too. Well, there you go. That works. I've got a couple other ones here from the weekend from about this time on Friday morning. I see Fond du Lac at 2600s, 2500s at La Crosse. The big winners, Mauston, 6200s. And at the Juneau Airport, right there by Beaver Dam, an inch and three one hundredths. That's oh, wow. reported since early Friday. So depends where you were, but that's all behind us now. That system is pulled way off to the east. High pressure is settling right on in. And with that high pressure system out to our west today, we can expect sunshine. Just that. Yeah, a little patchy fog here and there this morning. Be on the alert for that. But otherwise, the good word will be sunshine and nice temperatures, about normal or maybe a degree or so above normal for today. A great sounding start to the week. 
dry and fine right on into Tuesday and Wednesday. But by Wednesday, as high pressure slides a bit further east, a frontal system that's already established in southern Canada, way up north of the Dakotas and north of Montana, that front will eventually sag down into our area. And there's a reason I'll start talking about Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday night that there could be some scattered showers or even an isolated thunderstorm. At this point, I don't think this is a big rainmaker again. Maybe some quarter-inch amounts or so, but that little front will drop through out of the northwest and mean that rain chance late Wednesday or into early Thursday. Good news behind it. We cool off a degree or two, but things stay dry then as we head on through Thursday into Friday, Saturday. Maybe a small rain chance around again to wrap up the upcoming weekend. Otherwise, it doesn't sound too bad. I know there's some hay being made around me. Questions about that? Are we going to get out dry time? Well, we've got that dry time now at least until late Wednesday, or call it Wednesday evening, if you will. I'll have forecast details right after this. Water hemp. It has been a part of conversations across the state of Wisconsin for a while now, and every year the volume of the conversations about water hemp seems to increase. Dr. Rodrigo Worley, University Extension Weed Specialist, has been trying to address the spreading problem of water hemp for a while. We've been doing lots of work over the past four years uh, with this uh, very, very challenging weed, very challenging weed. Every year we learn uh, something new. And it's, it's just one of those that I call it job security for us, Pam, because it, it keeps evolving to everything uh, we're trying to do. And water hemp is one of the amazing ones because if you look at all the innovation that's coming towards the crop protection, you know, as, particularly as it pertains to weed management, everything is targeted at water hemp right now. Water hemp or palmer amaranth in other parts uh, of the country. So it's amazing how challenging uh, the pigweeds are uh, to our growers out there. All righty, Stu. Let's have that forecast. All right, a little patchy fog here and there. Be on the alert. Not a major concern. Otherwise, a sunny Monday is in store. Let's just say about 80. Or you may hold it 79 or 81, but you'll be right around that 80 point today. And the north winds will be around 5. Overnight, it stays clear. We drop back down towards 60, even a couple of upper 50s. West winds will be at 5. Mostly sunny skies Tuesday, another fine day, very low 80s with the northwest breezes at 5. And then Wednesday, mostly sunny skies, that slight chance of an afternoon shower, isolated thunderstorm. Otherwise, I'd look for low 80s and south winds about 5. A little more likely Wednesday night, just into Thursday, Pam, we have some of that rain. We'll dry it out after that. All right. Sounds good. We'll catch up with you tomorrow, Stu. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, with your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. If you've got a rain report that you still want to contribute, you can always do that. The talk text line is 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Hey, I also want to remind you, sign up for our daily e-newsletter. That'll keep you connected with Everything that's going on in Wisconsin agriculture, the best and easiest way to do that is just go to MidwestFarmReport.com right there on the home page. You'll get an opportunity to sign up. Uh, just simply enter your email address and we'll take it from there. Uh, also want to remind you that we've been busy with county fair activities. If you want to see some of the pictures and latest updates, that we post on our Facebook page. Fabulous Farm Babe is where you want to see all the action that our crew has been involved with. Uh, last week it was uh, the... Juneau County Fair, Dodge County Fair to a large extent, 
And now uh, this week, we'll start focusing in on upcoming field days. Don't forget, we've got the uh, agronomy, UW Agronomy and Soils Field Day. That's going to be a Wednesday, August 31st, kind of wrapping up the very tail end of uh, summertime activities as we get ready to pivot into September. We've got some summertime activities coming up this weekend, talking about the enthusiasm in Wisconsin for Hereford. Wisconsin folks are some of the strongest Hereford supporters in the country. We're talking more about that. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. In the agricultural world, we have equipment to put the seed in the ground, take it all the way through its growing season and put it in the bin. I would definitely recommend Ziegler. The equipment they sell and service is amazing. They care about you, they care about your businesses. They're there to help you and that's their number one job. Whether you're a large farm, small farm, Ziegler has the equipment that's gonna take care of you and fit your needs and the support and people to back it up. Reliability is everything, so that's why I choose Ziegler. For agriculture equipment, ZieglerAg.com. Sometimes it's nice to let the kids have their own space downstairs. It's also pretty awesome to expand that basement into usable living space or entertainment area. Actuate Improvement will transform your basement into a livable area everyone can enjoy. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com. Design. Create. Actuate. 80% of you have said you don't want to haggle over car prices. That's 80% of you who don't want to jump through hoops or play games. So Bergstrom Automotive got rid of it, all of it, the haggling, the cat and the mouse routine, even the salespeople. Bergstrom Automotive simply has non-commissioned advisors. They're not trying to win a contest or make quotas. They're paid to do nothing more than help you. Bergstrom knows they offer the most desired makes and models out there. Allow them to assist you in selecting the right one for you. Plus, guaranteed credit approval on a vehicle you choose to call your own. While the other places wheel and deal, today's buying experience? The better way is at Bergstrom Automotive. Visit a Bergstrom location near you or bergstromauto.com. Join the You've collected a lifetime of jewelry. Some of it you'll never give up. Others, well, it can continue to be hidden away or you can repurpose it and bring it back to life with the help of William Thomas Custom Jewelry. The master designers at William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create that one-of-a-kind piece that's redesigned, updated, and uniquely you. Something you'll definitely want to show off the minute you put it on. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. The busy harvest season creates tremendous stress for farmers, workers, and families. This is John Shutsky, Farm Safety Specialist with the University of Wisconsin at Madison. Because of the heavy dependence on changing conditions, farming is recognized as one of the most stressful occupations in America. It's also one of the most dangerous. During the harvest rush, take time for yourself. You'll be better prepared to handle the crunch time stress if you fuel your body. Eat breakfast and strive for balance when you take those important breaks for lunch and dinner. 
While it's easy to feel rushed, get plenty of quality sleep. Take time for your family and your friends because one of the best ways to deal with the stress of farming is to talk openly with those who are closest to you. It's also smart to take a little bit of time every week, like on a Sunday afternoon, to think about and plan your week ahead. Write down the critical tasks and goals that you have and plan for the upcoming weather, family activities, and taking care of yourself. This looks like a car. It has tires. Headlights, a hood, windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them too. There's a front seat, back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% .9 of the time, this would be a car, but it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Love the look by creating your floors with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. So Randall Cobb, Packers wide receiver, obviously. Cobby, as uh, Rodgers calls him, didn't hold back yesterday. Aaron Rodgers was uh, in the fake news brigade from mainstream media about him having uh, bemoaning young wide receivers. Randall Cobb, who has been around the block, knows a thing or two, especially how the Packers operate. Again, didn't hold back about the, quote, tough love from Aaron Rodgers. Rather than silence, Randall Cobb. It, it doesn't matter if uh, they appreciate it or not. This is the way that we do things here. So... It's either you get with it or you get out the room and we'll find somebody else that's going to get on board at what we're trying to accomplish. I love that, Rowdy. Again, Randall Cobb on the same. Randall Cobb was more to the point and I would say tone of voice that sounded a little more irritated than Aaron Rodgers was earlier this well, week. Well, I think there's something to be said about tough love when it comes to sports. Now, if you go back to when you played any sport in high school or even growing up, you had multiple, you probably had multiple coaches that were tough on you. Yeah. Some of them or were someone's just, dad in the stands would just yell constantly. Some of them were just complete dickheads, right? Yeah, it's total that dicks. were just they were just there because they were pissed off. Maybe they weren't a good coach. They want to live they, vicariously their life through their kid. They just hated life. There's they other sucked. coaches that are tough on you because they have high expectations yes, for you. There's two different there's two of different that. kinds of people that can be hard on you. Aaron Rodgers, I I think earlier in his career was hard on people because he was kind of just that dickhead. He, yeah. he expected, he had high expectations, but he was going to be a dick if you didn't reach Correct. him. Correct. Now I think post Mike McCarthy era. And ayahuasca influenced. Each season it seems like he's better and better where it's more constructive criticism. It's yeah. more, hey, you stunk right there, but we need but to do this, I this, want you and this. to do better. It wasn't just, dude, you effing suck. Rodgers was like, you effing suck before and now Rogers like hey you effing suck but here's why I want you to do better and how to do it 
like like growing up there was a a guy that was he kind of was like an assistant coach in the on the wrestling team and really good past wrestling right multiple state championships he was closer to my size so i always wrestled with him i absolutely hated him then because he was so much better he put me in position so that he was always three steps ahead so that when i got out of one position i was already in another one because he was that much more ahead of me and it was frustrating <sighs> hated it and then he was hard on you because he you know he couldn't be like jesus you didn't bring it at all today yeah. you know blah 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 looking back on it 10 years later i like the dude made you a lot better yeah and if you would have kept at it you would have yeah like I, I i remember specifically a coaching instance for me where this guy's just a complete dick is it was little league baseball and one kid stopped a ground ball with his foot and then threw it to first base the coach went flew off the handle screamed at everyone to take off your shoes and then immediately ripped ground balls as hard as a middle 20 year old could at little league kids just screamers at us said try and stop him with your feet now i'll never forget that i hated that guy ever since <laughs> like you're, you're yelling at little kids and ripping the ground balls and as hard as you can because one kid stopped it with his shoe i'll never forget it the other we, that was our one coach. The next year we had a different coach who was like, "All right, here's a learning moment. Here's why we do this. Here's well, why I we don't do this." It's also something to be said where at the time, like in the situation that I explained growing up, I was 14 to 16. Had I been more mature and been, you know, because yeah, you're 20, God, 25 to 28, being around a 14 to 16 year old rowdy that who thinks he's right about everything and does probably is bullheaded and takes no coaching at if all I, if i had that the would be tough to be that in the mindset that i did at 25 28 i would have felt a lot differently in that situation well yeah you uh, know what i mean it's like if you could look back now age is lost on the youth but the really. guys that were always kind of dicks because they they wanted something more they they were trying to get something out of you but they were they didn't go about it the right way they were you know what yeah, i'm saying there's there's you still look back at them now 10 years more mature and you still say you're a complete yeah, dick you're still. an a-hole you're I hated you. Yeah, you sucked. You should not have been coaching kids. Like, you were not a good coach. And now you look at what's going on here, and now this is a little different from... So it's two ty- two types of tough love. Yeah, and now you Rogers go here... has had both types in his, lo- yes. in his career. And now he's the tough love guy. I will say that Rand- what Randall Cobb said was more, I would say, tough than Aaron Rodgers. Again, take a listen to Cobb. It, it doesn't matter if uh, they appreciate it or not. This is the way that we do things here, so... It's either you get with it or you get out the room and we'll find somebody else that's going to get on board with what we're trying to accomplish. I mean, Randall Cobb is right, is 110% right. Aaron Rodgers is like, we got to avoid making repeat mistakes. And if you're going to keep doing it, then we're going to find someone else to do it because that's professional sports. She knows a hay bale makes a perfectly comfortable seat. It's time for the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Now, this is the kind of weather forecast that I like to deliver. Sunshine on the way to day 79. Sunshine tomorrow, 81. Sunshine on Wednesday, 82 degrees. I'm Pam Yankee. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, coming up, we are going to be talking about the Hereford breed in Wisconsin. Those white-faced, brown-bodied animals have grown in popularity. Wisconsin, one of the strongest Hereford breeding states in the United States. We're talking about it with Bruce Everhart. He is the chairman of the American Hereford Association. On Saturday the 27th, they're encouraging all Hereford enthusiasts to come together in Cottage Grove. Tell you all about that as he's our guest. So today is the 22nd day of August. On this day in 1962, France's president, Charles de Gaulle, survives an assassination attempt, not just him, also his wife. In fact, they think that the car that de Gaulle was riding in 
A Citron DS-19 was partially responsible for saving his and his wife's life. France's President Charles de Gaulle survives an assassination attempt on this day in 1962. And this is an event still being recognized in Ireland on this day back in 1922. Irish politician Michael Collins is assassinated. He was a member and leader of Sen Fine, a political party that advocated complete Irish independence from Britain. He was shot dead in an ambush in County Cork. And part of the reason why I bring that up is they're recognizing that milestone today in Ireland. And of course, our farm tour is going to be in Ireland and Scotland. That's about three weeks away. And now you know. Well, I want you to know that Wisconsin farmers are always looking for new innovations, new technology when it comes to running their farming operations. And that includes how they monitor and take care of their crops. Irrigation is something that Wisconsin farmers have turned to for a long time, but the technology in irrigating is always changing. David Baird is with Roberts Irrigation. He works primarily with potato and and fruit growers in Wisconsin, but he said what people need to understand is that farmers do not take that resource for granted, be it the water or be it the technology that they're using. Uh, Right now, high demand would be telemetry or automation. Everybody wants to know when they need to water and how much water they should put down. So that's probably the biggest moving item right now. They want the the soil moisture probe to tell them, the automation part to tell them when they need to water and how much so that the crop gets the what it needs to produce as much yield as possible. Fuel cost, input costs are much higher, so when you can control that and get the most profit, sustainability out of it, that's where you win. We all win. That's David Baird with Roberts Irrigation. He says the other technology changes they're seeing are more farmers turning away from diesel engines and towards electric engines because of fuel costs. He said electric is also simpler to automate. He also says it's absolutely worth the investment in irrigation because a bad frost or a drought can wipe out a crop otherwise. And he said with the expense that farmers have invested in those crops, they need to make sure that they've got success. David Baird with the Roberts Irrigation Company. Markets this morning still in the red ink. I've got details next. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFinn Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpillar Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has the roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin, then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. On Friday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped five and a quarter cents to 189 and a half. 40 pound block cheese down five and three quarter cents to 182. Double A butter dropped a penny and a half to 294 a pound. Not a lot of good news in Chicago this morning either. We've got December corn down four cents at 619. November soybeans are currently down three, 1401. September wheat's down eight at 745. December wheat down seven, 763 a bushel. 
A fluid milk contract. September's down seven right now at 1966 100 weight. October milk is down 20 at 1980 100 weight. Dow Jones Industrial Average right now down more than 291 points. A lot of farmers are getting themselves geared up for the harvest, and that may include making sure you've got some backup parts on hand in case of a breakdown. Getting those parts might be easier if you've got newer equipment versus older equipment. That's according to Jeff Sloan. He's president of Sloan Implement. He says they've been working around the clock to stock up on parts for the harvest, and he said they're better prepared than they were over the past three years. I think we're in a better position than we have been in the last three years as far as parts availability. We made a concerted effort just to stock up you know, have more parts on hand than we ever had in our history. Uh, We've got about $17 million more parts on the shelves right now than we did a year ago. Uh, We share all of our parts inventory between all of our 22 John Deere locations, and we also have Sloan Express with some aftermarket parts. So maybe if the original manufacturer part isn't there, we could find a substitute through Sloan Express so we aren't caught, you know, out out in the cold with, uh, with a shortage or anything. Jeff Sloan, president of Sloan Implement, and he says they're doing what they can to be prepared for the harvest, but he says it's impossible to have every part for every piece of John Deere equipment out there. He said some of that stuff as much as 70 years old and still being used, and I know how that goes. Coming up next, we're talking about the Hereford breeders in Wisconsin gathering together this Saturday to talk about where the breed's heading. Bruce Everhart, chairman of the American Hereford Association Board, our guest coming up. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you sick and tired of that constant pain in your knees or hips or back? Especially this time of year, you need to be moving pain-free, right? Hey, it's Ebo for the team at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is helping people here every day, giving them lasting pain relief using the latest advances in regenerative medicine. The science? It's simple. They concentrate your body's own healing agents and apply them to your aching joints, restoring and repairing damaged tissue with no drugs, no steroids, and no surgery. Listen, the old remedies for pain are not the only remedies. You need to learn more about how regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can change your life. Make this the last summer you suffer from chronic pain. They've got clinics all over America. This is the exciting new natural way to deal with joint pain with no side effects and no downtime. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. 608 608- 319-1750. Hi, it's Preston from Window World. I hear too many stories of people being held hostage through a three-hour window appointment and pressured to sign now for a project that's worth a small fortune. At Window World, we take as much or as little time as you have and provide a clear, easy-to-read estimate right on the spot. Don't think your window project is out of reach because some companies ruined your experience. Call the best value in your area. Window World. Call Window World. You'll be glad you did. industry that feeds the world is definitely an industry worth talking about. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. We've got a nice event coming up for anybody that's interested in the Hereford breed here in the state of Wisconsin. Later in the month of August, they're inviting anybody that's in the beef industry and involved with the Hereford breed to join them in Cottage Grove for both uh, in-person a guest speaker situation as well as a virtual tour. More on that in just a moment. Joining us now, Bruce Everhart. He is the president of the board of directors for the American Hereford Association, and he's in Waldron, Indiana, joining us this morning to talk a little bit about the upcoming event. Before we get there, Bruce, talk to me a little bit about industry trends that you're noticing. I mentioned to Bruce at the outset that I've noticed more and more people interested in the Hereford breed, the Hereford breed making more inroads in segregating its product in the grocery stores give me a little bit update on the on the breed association itself sure well thank you pam for uh having us and promoting or helping us with this really um great opportunity at cottage grove um yes yeah, yeah, so the around uh as an association since 1881 we have a deep rich history we're the breed that won the west um but over the years, the Angus uh, and black cattle have taken a foothold, and now a big chunk of the American cow herd is black-hided. And so the, there is increased demand today for Hereford genetics to be used on the black cow commercial herd and producing uh, either a black baldy or a red baldy uh, animal that's uh, more fertile uh, on the female side, lives longer breeds back more quickly, uh, weans more pounds of calf. And then on the, on the male side, cattle that grade uh, choice or better, uh, cattle that grow efficiently and are highly sustainable, which is one of the uh, featured topics of our uh, conference coming up there at Cottage Grove. You know, and the the breed has made uh, a lot of evolution in the product that they present. Yeah. It's been interesting. I'm I'm a I'm a dairy kid, but I'm fond of looking back at where breeds have been, where we've been in animal agriculture, and where we are today. And that Hereford has definitely gone through some changes. We have. You know, this is not your grandfather, or your great grandfather's Hereford uh, cattle. Um, our cattle milk. Um, they don't prolapse. Uh, we're better on our feet and legs. Um, we have more fertility. Um, and then we always have that consistent docility where cattle are calm and easy to handle. And it's particularly in an urban environment, uh, work very well uh, in case they do happen to come in contact with um, the public which makes it ideal for young families that might be looking at a project for the kids. Tell me a little bit about how you try to integrate those new young families coming into the breed, Bruce. Like I had mentioned, Bruce, I, I sense some real camaraderie and willingness to help in that regard. We have, I think, of course, I think a lot of breeds and a lot of people uh, believe in their junior program, but our junior program is second to none. We just finished up our week-long uh, Hereford Junior National Expo in Louisville, Kentucky. And by the way, Pam, we're coming to Madison, Wisconsin next year for the same event. And we had 780 exhibitors, 780 exhibitors. We have 4,000 uh, youth involved in our youth program. They were from 39 states, 
There were 1,300 animals um, showing, uh, and it's a wonderful event. And um, But not only that, I mean, Herefords are great for young kids. And my rule of thumb is I always say, Pam, that if you love your children, you'll buy them a Hereford uh, because you, you don't want them to get hurt. Yeah, talk to me about the breed stock available out there and what maybe parents should know if they want to get involved, Bruce. Uh, they're, they're easy keepers as far as their attitude and things like that, but tell me about uh, the availability of those genetics and what we should be on the lookout for. Well, absolutely. So Wisconsin is an extremely strong state. It's one of our strongest states in terms of membership, in terms of progressive breeders, who have outstanding genetics. And you can find all of those at the Wisconsin Hereford Association website, but you can also find them at the AmericanHereford.org website and just look up Wisconsin, progressive Wisconsin Hereford breeders. There's, there's many. And the technology that breeders are uh, implementing to improve their uh, genomic profile, Pam, is really uh, moving our breed forward at a very fast pace. So you got to get the best of both worlds. You get an animal that's really calm and easy to work with and good for young kids. You get genetics that are uh, highly potent, uh, grow fast, calve easy, grow fast, milk, rebreed, and have a certified Hereford beef index with high marbling so they grade choice or better. Now let's talk about the way that the Hereford beef itself is making inroads, trying to catch attention. You know, people are familiar with certified Angus beef. Now there's certified Hereford that's showing up in grocery stores. That's a relatively new movement, Bruce, by the Hereford industry. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, of course. And so the Angus breed um, definitely has a wonderful product in the certified Angus beef product. But their specifications are more broad than what we have within the Hereford, certified Hereford beef brand. So our uh, certified Hereford beef requires 51% or more white on the animal's face. They must be out of Hereford genetics, and they must be a British breed um, program. Um, And we also have some specifications for ribeye area carcass weight, um, and marbling so that they um, grade choice or better, and it's going to give you a very flavorful um, um, experience when you go to a restaurant or buy it in the grocery store. So the Hereford breed also has a unique ability because we have been committed to our breed profile of uh, purity and maintaining our breed integrity And so when you use a Hereford bull on any um, other commercial cattle cattle or purebred cattle, you're going to get a lot of hybrid vigor, Pam. So they're going to grow faster. They're going to perform better. They're going to be more efficient in converting grain to pounds of quality beef. And, you know, beef is a great dense nutrition, dense product that's very high in not only protein, but omega acids. 
And like I said, uh, we've given them a couple of website ideas. Uh, the yep. gathering that's coming up later in the month of August, probably a great launching point to uh, start that networking and learn a little bit more. What are you excited about as far as the Wisconsin event in Cottage Grove, Bruce, uh, for uh, maybe for the Hereford breeders right nearby that would otherwise look past it? Yeah, and you know, Pam, I got to tell you, it's open to anybody of any breed or any commercial. If you have a cow uh, on your place and you're interested in learning more about Hereford genetics or Hereford breeders or what Hereford breed, what the Hereford breed is focused in on, or the state of Wisconsin's Beef Association is focused in on, this is a perfect event to come to. It's only twenty-three dollars. Um, I'm excited about that's the only cost for the meal. The rest of it is totally free there in Cottage Grove. And um, I think what you'll learn is the focus the Hereford Association is placing and through um, the board of directors has granted our executive staff and our research team to really push forward and lean in to the sustainability research to make sure that Hereford genetics are a component or a part of the solution for helping America's beef herd um, be more efficient and produce less greenhouse gases. Does the breed have some traits or characteristics that seem to resonate more on the sustainability side, Bruce? Absolutely. So first off, we are very efficient, feed efficient. We have great data um, surrounding our feed trials, and we have multiple uh, uh, research herds where we use Hereford genetics on uh, black-hided cattle, and those results are measured and tested. So we have great research on our gainability and our feed efficiency. That's a great thing, but we're, we really um, are beneficial when it comes to the fertility. When you have, when you use a Hereford bull on a black or a red commercial cow, you're going to get a calf with a white face or a white influence face on it. And those cattle are more fertile, they live longer, and they breed back faster. They milk, and they're going to pr produce offspring that marble and have a high-quality carcass pan. Bruce Everhart, along with us, he is the president of the board of directors for the American Hereford Association in Waldron, Indiana himself. And like he said, he'll be in the audience coming up later this month when Wisconsin, as an association, comes together for their uh, summer outing. It's going to be in Cottage Grove with both face-to-face uh, -face guest speakers as well as a virtual video tour. Want to find out more? We'll connect you with the link.